If one person's hearing my voice right now, other than just my sister, we need to be righteous people who do not disgrace people publicly. We need to wake up and change. This scripture is just hitting me right now powerfully to change my life, to change my mind, my actions, my words, my relationships, and respect people. And if there's a matter, if there's an issue, I need to break the engagement quietly, so to speak. To come aside out of the public eye, out of that realm of disputation, and just fix it with my brother or my sister privately. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast Christmas Week specials, where each day we examine a portion of the Christmas story and discover new thoughts and insights into what really happened. Join us as we explore a familiar story with fresh eyes. Also, this week, If you're interested in hearing how an investigative journalist and atheist who sought to investigate and disprove the life of Jesus actually became a believer after his research, then check out our Facebook pages all week as we share parts of his story. You can also learn more about him by checking out his book, The Case for Christ. His name is Lee Strobel. So come on into the virtual sanctuary, and let's examine the birth of Jesus. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet, saying, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. So today we're talking about Joseph and his experience with the angel, uh, finding out we, last week or yesterday, we talked about Mary hearing the, the angel. And today, Joseph is hearing from an angel. It's interesting that when God does something powerful, he, he makes a point to really emphasize what he's doing. In this case, two angels are speaking to people. And I think God sometimes does that in our own life. When something important or, or when something uh, emphatic needs to be spoken to us or a distinction in our lives, you know, some, we're not necessarily going to see an angel, but don't we have those moments of like clarity or revelation or change that happens within us? And that's really God doing a very similar thing with what he did with Mary and Joseph, not to the same extent, obviously, but on the other hand, when God's doing something in our lives, it's pretty important. You know, it's, it's worth note and respect. 
Uh, one of the things actually just popped out to me as I'm reading this, as we like to do on these podcasts, is just let the scripture speak to us each and every day. And this is Christmas week. So we're seeing how the story, the Christmas story, actually can apply to our everyday lives and what we can glean from these passages each day in a fresh way. But isn't it interesting, though, the very last verse, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. Haven't you always heard her called the Virgin Mary? In fact, I, I don't know. Do Roman Catholics consider her to be a virgin like her whole life? Yes. Well, doesn't it just say right there? that he had sexual relations with her after Jesus was born. And it does also talk about the brothers and sisters yeah. of Jesus later on in the accounts when he's older. So you have at least two and maybe uh, and more, actually, if you look it up, there's more corroborating examples in the gospels themselves. And actually, I think in, in the epistles that Jesus had brothers and sisters by Joseph and Mary. Interesting, huh? I never really, I mean, I have thought about that, but I just, I, I didn't read that verse 25 in that way before, and it didn't jump out to me that the Virgin Mary was only a virgin until after Jesus was born, and then they had other children. I really like how the passage of Scripture describes Joseph as a righteous man mm -hmm. who did not want to disgrace her publicly. So, I mean, he's a good man anyways. He finds out that his betrothed is pregnant. And uh, at this point, he hasn't heard from the angel. So when he finds out she's pregnant, who knows what he's thinking? I mean, yeah, if she told knows. him that an angel came, <laughs> like he's probably thinking, uh-oh, like what is wrong with this girl? And then also most likely didn't believe her and probably thought that she had had sexual relations with another man. Mm -hmm. But even with that belief, he was a good man who said, I'm not going to disgrace her because he, he would have known that he could have had her stoned. He could have had her right. put to death for yeah. that as, as her going to be husband. But he didn't do that. So he was a good man. He was a righteous man. And I love that the angel said to him, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife be confident in this woman, you uh -huh. know? And so w the angel's protecting her. Joseph's protecting her. And again, as we talked about yesterday, Joseph being willing to share this story. How many men do you know would be willing to share uh -uh. the story yeah. that their wife was pregnant, not by them? Mm-hmm. And yet he shares the story publicly after it's all, as we said, after it's all been, after it's all come out, he shares the story publicly, not before when she could have gotten in big trouble, but later on shares the story publicly that once again, lends a credibility to what we're reading today. And I, 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 just, I just like that. I like how, how that has all been laid out in the scriptures for us. And plus think about this. Joseph instilled in the Lord Jesus that same righteousness. Now, obviously, Jesus is the Son of God. He is God. And so righteous is his very nature. So are we assuming, though, that his parents had no influence on his life? You know, then why was he born to parents? Yeah. You know, he could have just appeared into the world. 
No, he had to grow up like every other kid in the history of the world. And his father on earth was a righteous man who didn't want to disgrace people publicly. Where do you see that in Jesus's life and this almost exact situation? How about Mary Magdalene? Think about that. When everyone is trying to stone her, you could say this exact same sentence to Jesus, right? That Jesus was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. Wow, that character passed down from Joseph to Jesus. Yeah. He, he instilled that in his son. Let's take that sentence today. My goodness. I pray right now, Lord, that that sentence would apply to my life each and every day. If I could live that one sentence and fulfill it every day of my life, I'll think my life's a success. I'll die happy. Where you're called a righteous man who does not disgrace people publicly. Yeah. Can you say that about, think of right now, Joanna, or people listening. How many times have we disgraced people publicly? It happens every day on social media. <laughs> I think I think social media is the exact opposite of that sentence, isn't it? Isn't it like a challenge to disgrace someone publicly? Well, that's not righteousness. <laughs> There's whole media programs and entertainment news programs that are designed to find ways to disgrace people publicly. My goodness. People, if one person's hearing my voice right now other than just my sister. We need to be righteous people who do not disgrace people publicly. We need to wake up and change. This scripture is just hitting me right now powerfully to change my life, to change my mind, my actions, my words, my relationships, and respect people. And if there's a matter, if there's an issue, I need to break the engagement quietly, so to speak. To come aside out of the public eye, out of that realm of disputation and just fix it with my brother or my sister privately. And even poignantly with your spouse. I think sometimes in the world that we live in, it's become very commonplace where we put each other down in public or in front Mm -hmm. of friends. Uh, This is a challenge today to be like Joseph. And to treat our spouses with respect and righteousness. And our kids will see that. Our Mm -hmm. children will grow up seeing that respect and that lack of disgracing. Yeah. Let me share a quick story on that. So Monica, my wife and I, you know, you've told this to you before that we made a decision early on in our marriage not to ridicule each other even in fun like even tease each other in like a negative way you know like saying oh you're stupid ha 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 you know or whatever like husband's wife many times do and even though and we've been fairly good at that okay how long have you been married uh 27 years i think (laughs) so 27 years you you made this commitment (laughs) right so and i and i think we're pretty good like we you know We've done a good job. A lot of other husbands, wife, they really, you know, get on each other and, but we haven't, but I can tell you, even with being fairly good at that, there's not too long ago, Mona came, came to me and said, you know, you embarrassed me or, or you made fun of me and that hurt my feelings. And it, it put me in my place and made me realize like, even though you've made a commitment to something, 
and you think you're doing well, be mindful that maybe you're slipping in this season of your life. Maybe, you know, you've picked up some bad habits and you're hurting someone. And I had to repent. I had to, and I'm right now, I'm in the midst of working on that and, and trying to be more caring towards her, nurturing towards her, encouraging towards her. Because what do I, what was happening is I was letting some of that, you know, I was disgracing her publicly in a sense before the family or before, you know, friends in a joking way or, or teasing way, but I ended up hurting her feelings. Even in your marriage, that's very important to respect your spouse. And it's hard, you know, because our whole society is against that. It's an uphill battle, but with, with God's help, with, with that righteousness that only comes from God, we can be like Joseph, we can be like Jesus, and we can, we can live better. So as the scripture ended today with, when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. So today, as you go about your day, let that be your prayer. Lord, I want to do what you have commanded. Mm -hmm. And let it start with, I will choose not to disgrace people publicly today. Ben and I and our whole church family want to wish all of you who have been listening this past month a Merry Christmas and a blessed and fulfilled New Year. Remember to check us out at IWillBeYourChurch.com and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss a day.